Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for the JR Show podcast. I am JR. Very special treat for you today. He is a legend. I call them double threats. They have the ability to crack you up and also say something that can wreck you in a good way, bring you closer to God in, in your faith. That is Mike Weaver of Big Daddy Weave. We're going to get to a lot of subjects. Cannot wait to ask him about the perks of his parents' job. Also, I want to talk to him about his brother who, through complications, through diabetes, has lost fingers. And just, we're going to talk about going through difficult times, going through trauma, and how those moments can actually lead you closer to God. So let's get into it right here. Uh, Big Daddy Weave, the guest of the JR Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, will you please put your little paws together unless you're driving. For today's guest, one of my faves, the legendary Mike Weaver, Big Daddy Weave. That's my little paws, dude. That's what you're (laughs) hearing right now, a little paws. That's awesome. That was a little pause. Uh, should we restart? No, we don't. We're out of tape. We got to keep going. Oh, okay, sorry. Can't waste Let's, the tape, no. dude. Can't waste the tape. Mike Weaver, Big Daddy Weave. Um, great to have you in. I w- this is the first time uh, we've done this where, you know, because, you know, back in the day with radio, it was just like, let's just share audio with everybody. But now the ability to take Instagram, Facebook, podcasts, and everything. Well, I guess not podcasts. There's no visual there. But to put a background behind you of your choosing. Unbelievable. So even in the thumbnail, if nobody would ever click on a you and I just talking. They would never click on Now they might. They may click on it because of what we're about to decide here. You have an option of choosing to do this interview in front of the Great Wall of China, Outer Space, or the Pyramids. What would you like to go with? It's got to be the Pyramids. It's got, I actually have visited the Pyramids. Oh, really? It was it was unbelievable, and it looked a lot like this actually. It, 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 like if we were sitting there, if you had come with me to visit the pyramids, this could have come from my trip to Egypt. Actually, okay. Is there anything you did at the pyramids, like when people are in front of the Leaning Tower pieces, where optical illusion wise, is there anything you can do, like for a picture, like lean? Dude, I did a mean impression of a big fat sweaty dude like in front of the pyramids. You know what I mean? Like people would be like, man, how is he pulling this off? It's like, but that's exactly what was happening, man. Everywhere I go, outdoors, eight steps, sweating occurs. You know what I mean? It's It's just my thing. You know? It was a, it was amazing though, but it, it's crazy because the pyramids though when you see them in pictures, it's you're like going they're set off in the great desert or whatever. But man, in real life, you're like. That's somebody's house right there, yeah. you know, right over there, you know. And also you think how sweaty you were walking to see it. Imagine yeah. building like they had to go. Can you even imagine? Yeah, it's yeah. like how did that even happen? Like wondering if there was some sort of like supernatural help or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or a water dude like that walks up and down the line and scoops. Anybody? You know, like that's a guy's job for to avoid hours. death. Yeah, yeah. So they don't, yeah. And yeah. I was looking for that guy. I was wishing that guy was out there the day I was there, actually. Uh, it's his day off today. <laughs> um, let's uh, actually, the song we've been playing this year from, um, what album is All Things New on? It's from When the Light Comes, the Big Daddy Wee's record, When the Light Comes. Yeah. Which is, you and I were face to face right before the pandemic when yes. that came out. 2019 we were together that's right and you were struggling with 
you, we were all freaking out over I Know and Let the Light Come In. And we're like, which one should we put on the radio first? And yeah. I was like, I can't help you. They are both different but amazing. And you ended up going with I Know, I think. Right. The first it's like we said, what does JR say? And we picked the other one. <laughs> it's like that's a that's sort of what we did or whatever. It's the like, truth is I knew the pandemic was coming. And I'm like, my answer was based on people need I Know. But I can't tell you why yet. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, I can't let it out of the bag yet. Yeah, because you knew that you'd been, you yeah. had the insider information. It's a gift, but I don't like sharing it. But it can, because it can spook people. That's not true. All Things New, it's on the same album where you can find uh, Let the Light Come In. Am I saying yeah, that when right? When the Light Comes. When the Light yep. Comes. There it is. So many songs about light. It's just confusing. It really is. There's a lot going on. That's <laughs> Jesus' light, though. You know, right. it's the light of the world. That's good. And I Know is also on that same album. Let's hit. Last year, you you and I both know Toby Mac. He's just the real deal kind of yes. a dude that even though he's the guy who could go be a rock star if he wanted, his goal in life is to make sure the world knows about Jesus. Like he is a gospel spreader. Yes. But he has gone through over the past five years trauma. Yes. His father passing, his sister out of nowhere passed, his son Truett dies um, even down to one of his other sons is in a wheelchair for life kind of a deal. And then I, I just, I actually wept at a show. He was probably singing something that was a up-tempo, powerful song, you know, Toby song. And I just remember in between songs, he said something that was all Jesus. It was, he loves you and he is here. And the audience doesn't know what Toby's just gone through the past five years. Right. Losing true, all that. Wow. Yeah. I knew and I was in tears. I'm like, I want to be like that man. I told Toby this because people asked me, what's this guy like? And I can tell him the story now. He's going through so much trauma, but he continues to walk up to a microphone and speak the gospel to people. And he said something to me in an interview I'll never forget. Just this past year, he said, I hold on to the cloak of God more now today than mm -hmm. I ever have yeah. in my life because I have to. Yes, yes. And I know you've gone through some stuff in your family the past few years where how in your life has desperation and trauma led to closer communion with Christ? Man, that's huge. It's a huge thing to talk about. Um, yeah, for about, to preface it, for about seven years, we just saw God pour out the miraculous. Things that we had only read about in Scripture I mean, it was whether it was like physical healing, whether some kind of emotional change that happened in somebody's life. I mean, you name it. It was like for seven years, we were just, it just felt like everything we asked for, we just saw it. And it was, it was incredible. And then my brother Jay goes through this thing. It's this complication with diabetes and, and he loses his feet. Um, now he's like on dialysis, like daily, like on the bus. He does dialysis on the bus. I didn't even know that could happen. And like he's he's lost fingers. He's a bass player. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's the most terrible season that we'd ever been through. You know, my my dad, as we're praying over him, and he he goes to be with the Lord. As as my mom is going through things, it, it's just crazy what the last season has yeah. has held as well, man. So we we get it when Toby is sharing about what's going on, but at the same time, uh, we we have we've encountered the Lord in a completely different way. Much like what you're talking about. There was a show we played in South Carolina. I just shared this with some friends just a little while ago. And so it's fresh on my mind. Um, 
we have a, like a, a question and answer kind of time before the show. And there's this guy who's already sitting there when I come out, like before anybody else gets there, he's already sitting there. People are kind of filing in, but he's been there for a little while yeah. with the lady who brought him there. He looks like he's got something to say, like, <laughs> like already, you know, and he just says, hey, look, uh, I just want you to know this is not my kind of thing. I'm like, well, nice of you to come. I'm you a know, since guy, you know, it's so. like, and he and he says he goes she and he points to his significant other, you know, and says like she she brought me here. I heard some of your songs. I think I think they're all right or whatever. Yeah. But he goes, man, I I was a pastor for some years. He talks about an event he was at that a young man had died at, and like on his watch kind of thing. Right. And he followed this trail of how could a loving God like so many do, and how sometimes we do, right? And and really had just walked away from. Uh, faith entirely and so and I goes uh, I want to hear what your take on it is yeah you know and I just we just start sharing about some of the things that we'd been through and I share with him about my brother he's going to come out later and play bass for Big Daddy Weave mm-hmm. um, man Jay prays over the rooms that we play in every single night mm-hmm. he's in his wheelchair he's like rolls around like prays over every seat dude, uh-huh. that he can get to you know and um, after I share he goes you know what dude I think I believe you and yeah. so I'm like, well, <laughs> good enough for me. That's great, you know? <laughs> and so we go to get ready for the show. I catch up with Jay backstage, my brother. And he, I say, man, there's a guy out there. I really believe the Lord's going to do a work in him. And he goes, let me see him. And so we kind of peek beyond the curtain, and I point to him. I said, he's right there in the middle. Jay just starts weeping. Uh-huh. And he goes, dude, God showed me that guy's face while I was praying over the room. So we play that night, and, man, he... <laughs> Man, Jay in the middle of it, you know, gnarled hand, like missing fingers, just all kinds of stuff going on with his body. He, his hands like raised, just worshiping the Lord, man. And I see this guy in the middle um, and it's wrecking him, dude. You're wrecking me. It, I'm going to look away from you it's, right now. I'm sorry. It's, dude, it's, it's just <laughs> wrecking, it's wrecking this yeah. guy, dude, you know? And so uh, a little further into the night, we look again, and this guy, his head is thrown back, and he's just tears are streaming down his face, and his hands are raised in the air. And we're going, "Good job, God! Whatever's going, <laughs> whatever's going on out there is significant." Yeah. And so, man, after the show, and this maybe we maybe need to audition some other security guards or something because all of a sudden, this guy, his name's Marion, was in our room with us. Like he comes oh. rushing back into the room, and we're all kind of we can't even like holler security. There's nothing. He's just there, and he's heading straight for Jay, dude. Yeah. And he gets there, and he does not introduce himself, you know. And Jay is just like quite. He's waiting for an answer now from Jay. Yeah. And Jay is just calm, man. He just goes, you know, sometimes I feel like that. I felt like that before. Yeah. He said, except for the fact that God's the one getting me through this day that I can't get through any other way, you all know. Right. And the dude. Man, he literally falls down on his knees and is just weeping. Jay rolls over to him and puts his gnarly hand on the guy's head and just starts praying. He just starts saying, God, show him that he's not a victim. Show him that he's a son. Show him that he's not a beggar. (laughs) Show him that you purchased him because you value him so much. And, dude, the guy's weeping, and he just goes, I want God to heal you so bad. And Jay goes, me too, you know? Mm. That dude's face was changed. That guy left different than when he came. Not because yeah. of the, the Weaver Brothers, but because of Jesus, but because of what Jesus was doing through somebody who had been through significant pain, you yeah. know? So that's what I would say. None of us want trauma. None right. of us want hard times. But if anybody listening today is going through like a why me, this is horrible that I have to go through this, 
there's amazing kingdom things that happen Come through on. your pain. Come on. That's exactly right. And in that, that's, that's what we're, where we all go. We all go, why? That's what we want to know yeah. why. And I have yet to meet another person who has received an answer for why. Yeah. You know, I've heard some people try to make something up, but you know what that sounds like, yeah. you know? And as long as I was asking God why, um, I feel like I was getting nowhere. But then I stopped asking that question. I got a different question. I said, God, what are you doing right now? Whenever I ask that question, I see him moving in a million different little ways. You know, it's incredible how personal God is. It's incredible how present God is, you know, and even, even in the things like when we're not getting our way or we're not, you know, experiencing the miracle season, the way we have hoped, man, the Lord can be known in that time. And it's a, it, man, it's a valuable, it's a valuable thing that we carry after that, those experiences, yeah. because then we're allowed to be with people in their grief in a different way. So mm-hmm. the day my brother lost his feet, man, um, we were at a thing at the Ryman Auditorium. It was like when Chris Tomlin came out with uh, uh, Good Good Father, yeah. and they had this choir of people up there singing with him. We are up there, and we are done. I just had gotten the news that this had happened to Jay. Yeah. Um, and... The first person I saw up there was Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, yeah. And knowing what he had been through, yeah. man, I ran for him. Mm. He didn't have any kind of quippy, super spiritual thing to say. He just said, I'm so sorry. Mm. And I just buried my face in his shoulder, <laughs> dude. I probably owe him for cleaning for that jacket, dude. It was like boogers and nasty. Like, it was gross, <laughs> dude. But, man, I knew because yeah. he had been through pain and I had watched him walk through pain yeah. that, man, he was a safe place to go. And, man, even since then, we have a friendship that is kind of based on some of those experiences, right. you know, and just sharing the stuff in our lives that hurt, man. How powerful of Toby after all he's been through. I remember reading yeah. a statement right after that thing happened, you know, when he lost Truett, dude. Yeah. And in him being like, I'm not in this for convenience, yeah. you know. I'm in this for life. I'm, you know, and I'm, I was like. That encouraged my man, faith that I day when like, I read that. Yeah, you just feel it rise up in you, right? Like, you just like faith and like, look, man, this this really is the part of it that's that you can't kill. Yeah. There's, you know, you can even take our body. I mean, and that's, you think about this. Because we have this weird Americanized version of Christianity where we're sort of like, I'm going to come to you, God, and as long as you keep doing me big favors, then, you know, uh, you get my thumbs up. You get my like and subscribe (laughs) or whatever, you know, which is really about the level of our following him sometimes, you know. But the people who were closest to him, think about Jesus, closest friends from his ministry. So when he goes up and to prepare a place for us or whatever, all those guys who had been with him, died violent deaths, but with a song of praise on their lips, man. The thing that they were carrying inside them can't be taken away because the world didn't give it to them, mm-hmm. you know? That's great. We, we've been asking a lot of the artists this, um, and because I just think it's a fun question because we all have different stories. But I want I don't know where your parents worked growing up, but what was the perks of your parents' job? I'm the son of puppet ministers at a church and a grocery a guy that worked at a grocery a dad that worked at a grocery store changing the price tags for 40 years dude right on so i got to run in a closed grocery store the hallways as a little boy by myself which isn't special but it was to me you know dude yeah. you know so both of my parents um worked civil service for like for the government so i grew up near pensacola florida 
there's a the Naval Air Station is over on Pensacola. So if you ever heard of like the Blue Angels and they yeah. like that's that's the home of the Blue Angels. We'd always see them practice. It's incredible. That yeah. was maybe a perk. I don't know. Yeah. But so civil service, it's not high up jobs. My dad was early, early, early on in computer programming. So it's like I mean mainframes, like computers that took up entire rooms, you yeah. know, for these old things. So all we really got out of that deal was like these like uh, cardstock cards with a bunch of ones and zeros on it oh, that yeah. came home at the end of the day. Um, what do you know what to do with those? Nothing, dude. <laughs> okay. We would draw pictures on them or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But dude, so go every now and again, we would get to go to work with my parents if it was on a Saturday or some kind of strange situation. And yeah. this is going to be only only someone that would be nicknamed Big Daddy would think this is a perk. But so <laughs> we would go past the restaurant called Hardy's, dude. Yeah. And we, like, see, the fact that I just called Hardy's a restaurant, you know, is, is the thing that like actually would be, you know, Do you have to wait to be seated. That. Dude, but it was the first place I ever encountered sausage biscuit. <laughs> that changed my life, dude. <laughs> That changed my life forever, dude. Now I'm the evangelist of sausage biscuit, right. dude. Everywhere that I go, you know, yeah. it's important. It's important. <laughs> That's great. It's really important. You know what I want to do when this is this whole season of these interviews? I want you. I wish you could hear everybody's answer to this question because they're just all over the map and unique to each person. Yeah. Like yours, what you just shared, Who, that is perfect. Yeah. To to even talk about the perk of my parents' job <laughs> is that I discovered biscuits. sausage, sausage biscuits because we passed it. Uh, Josh Baldwin's was he got to finish his parents he was a PK so all it was in North Carolina so the bread was warm homemade bread by an elderly woman that made the bread for communion dude he gets to finish the he bread he got to finish all the bread and juice after service <laughs> but then he's like and cinnamon rolls and I'm like who's doing cinnamon, cinnamon rolls, rolls for communion dude I that's what I'm talking about I feel like body, people would draw blood. near to the Lord more <laughs> If we had cinnamon rolls, that would be that would be amazing. Do this in remembrance I, of okay. I, dude, come on, you know it's like, dude, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's awesome. Um, earlier this year, we allowed the audience to play a part of a fun little um, in regards to in regards to songs of faith for all time, from Amazing Grace mm. um, to you know, all the great hymns and then all the way up to, uh, I, kn- I throw in a big day all the way up to, Dude, I know. That's awesome. and, uh, <laughs> we just got grouped in there. Thanks. GR. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it, sta- it. it started in the hallway between employees where I was like, amazing grace is around the world. The most greatest song of faith of all time. It's done more. And then somebody threw out, I can only imagine because of its Dude. reach. And Dude. somebody else said, oceans has to be the just the greatest anthem of that that started it and so we threw it out to the audience got it to like an ncaa bracket where on the instagram story people could okay this song against that Waymaker against be thou my vi-. wow just like that so we ended up with the final four being i can only imagine reckless love um what a beautiful name and amazing grace okay do it again once more time uh i can only imagine, can only imagine reckless, reckless love, love what a beautiful name yeah and amazing grace those are all good ones those are big those are big ones so those are the four so would you have of those four what would you have picked as greatest song of faith or am i or is should Ten Thousand reasons been on there or something else dude i i love amazing grace i love all those other songs too and i've like led all those other songs like in just in worship leading and stuff but yeah. i love man and matt mark kind of got to it you know yeah. but uh because he lives man 
Yeah. Because he lives, Gaither I can I can Marvin. face tomorrow. Like first the Gaither because you grew you grew up with that in our home. You know? yeah. But it's like, but I love that he took that and he and he based the whole. He kind of brought a new life into it. Yeah. But it's it those kind of statements, man, are the statements that when you're down, like you were talking about, like yeah. we were talking about dealing with, uh, you know, in the face of adversity, in the face of pain, yeah. encountering God. Those are the kind of songs that are are, are oh, born yeah. out of that. You don't write that unless you're having trouble facing tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Because he lives, yeah. I can face tomorrow. Those yeah. are the real songs. They come from the real places. Yeah. And same, man, amazing grace, incredible. Um, in fact, even just as we're talking about this, I'm getting ready to, to go and to sing at the funeral of my wife's grandma right. and that it's on there. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be on there and everybody's going to know that tune. Everybody's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's incredible that the song has had that kind of life yeah. and, and still even today speaks into, you know, everyday, everyday life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. We'll go last one right here. I want to ask you this question, Mike. Um, you know, there's been so many different shortages and everything, and some people freak out. Some people don't freak out. Uh, what is it that would make you go, oh, my gosh, they're about to run out. I better go grab blank. It, dude, the thing, the thing, it was like, is ministry to my soul. It could even be looked at as a form of addiction. <laughs> it's Cheetos, dude. You know what I mean? There's, you got to have, it's the crunchy kind, dude, not yeah. the puffy kind, the crunchy, crunchy kind. And it's those, it's things like that that got me through pandemic and also gained us pounds during <laughs> that amount of time too. We're going to be it's, in 2028 talking about our, our pandemic 20 or lockdown 20. Yeah. You know, dude. that was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> or baby weight. no no no, i need to edit that people still struggle mom still struggle with that edit yeah so it's it's (laughs) cheetos for you so like if russian hackers are like for some reason we're like we're gonna go for the heart of america we're gonna shut down the supply line of frito-lay and cheetos are shut down and cheetos are shut like you're calling a guy i'll be pulling a blackout i would be like getting putting on like makeup and our masks and all kinds of things and like tom cruise style like going down through the like roof of somewhere yeah to get the final bags of Cheetos. Dude. There's a gross, there's like a gas station in Franklin, Tennessee. It's like, oh man, somebody broke into our shop. They get all the cash. No, it's just one section of the chip aisle. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they, no, nothing and else. And they knew me. His fingerprints were everywhere. It was everywhere. It was just footprints, fingerprints, and a bunch of Cheeto residue because I couldn't wait to get home. You know what I mean? It's like there's got to be a bag of Cheetos That's somewhere. That's the worst thing to steal because you are Bro, just caught. That is so right. And so I'm, I have dreams of one day going on Shark Tank, walking in there. You know, they play dun, 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 dun. You're coming down like, what is it going to be? And it's going to be like a residueless Cheeto, dude. Oh, wow. And that's going to change everything, dude. Yeah. That's going to change the world, dude. I'm all about saving the world. That's great. One Cheeto at a time. One Cheeto at a time. Uh, the So as yeah. we were coming out of like lockdown, kind of not even lockdown, that was before. But as things started to get back to normal where you stepped into this for the first time, what was the thing you did for the first time that, that you like, oh, man, this is making me emotional that I get to go do this finally? Man, it was it was on the road hugging somebody who'd come to the show. Yeah. Like I feel and in fact, I may have like preempted it a little bit like and just I was just kind of like I can't stand it anymore. And I just like gave somebody a gnarly big sweaty neck hug you know what i mean and just i just squeezed him i felt like i was gonna crush him dude because i was just like 
man, it was so it was so wonderful just to yeah. be reconnected, you know, and yeah. to see somebody you haven't seen in a long time, and there's not this like, well, one day we'll, and it was just like, yeah, close the distance, man, just just big hug. Dude. But there's a classic line of you don't know what you have until someone takes it away, right. and it's community for yeah. and it's touch and. Yeah seeing facial expressions like yeah who would have thought we would have needed that like we need that no doubt until it's taken away no doubt but it's incredible though then because it does give you a whole new appreciation you know it's like something that you've always had you feel like it was given to you yeah. for the first time again in a way it's beautiful oh, yeah. i love that cool let's end this with you can check out uh, the most recent album from Big Daddy Weave, which are starting to stack up songs now on the radio at least all things new i know let the li alive alive yeah alive all things new. oh alive is on there yep, too we yep, played that yeah right. we're four songs deep well done dude that's awesome no dude, well done thank you guys uh, man. Yeah. thanks for playing it was me. all me i made the decisions it's like great how so i'll pay you later that's the thing yeah it's like payola or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah i had to sign something so seven <laughs> like things were bad in the 70s and 80s because that was the life of a radio personality really it was straight favors for play that's and then awesome. somebody came in and was like yeah, you can't do that. That's illegal. And so now even back when, a couple yeah. years ago, when we were still doing CDs for giveaways from bands, they started sending a thing we had to sign. Uh, here's a box of 20 CDs. This is uh, an affidavit or whatever saying, we are giving these to you just as a gift for no play. <laughs> I'm like, where are we now, man? That's why I got into radio because I can get free shirts from the local cafe yeah, because they knew I'm going to talk about it. Way them. less cool than it <laughs> yeah. used to be just because I don't get anything anymore. No, I'm right. just a button pusher <laughs> with no perks. But you're a great button pusher. Uh, you know, really good, man. Calluses. All right, always, uh, well, always appreciate your heart. You're you're one of the gems on our playlist, and so it's always great to see you, sir. Oh man, I love you, bro. It's good to reconnect here today. All right, that is, um, that's the first time in a long time that uh, someone has brought me to a tear, thus showing my tear ducts are not officially broke. They're just malnourished or malfunctioning. Um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with uh, Big Daddy Weave. Uh, we always encourage you to hit subscribe um, so that you're alerted when new content comes out. We, um, you can follow us on Facebook. Also appreciate that, that rating, that five-star rating. And again, just hit subscribe uh, to be notified when we've got a new episode. And let's talk about that new episode. Next week, I'm going to be chatting with uh, a live wire. She is just funny. She's also got some real deep spiritual depth to her. I'm referring to Tasha Layton. Uh, we play her latest song called Look What You've Done, among others. And uh, would love to have you join us next week for Tasha Layton. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Peace.